This episode of The Morning Skate is brought to you by Let the Kids Play Fund. Let the Kids Play is a nonprofit organization that raises money for kids in need to help play hockey and afford equipment. We all know season fees can run thousands of dollars, let alone $200, $600, and $700 skates. Let the Kids Play wants to help families who are struggling get their kids on the ice worry-free. Founded by two brothers who were raised by a single mother, they saw how rough it could be for their mom to afford hockey fees and dues. Some families try their best but still can't cough up thousands of dollars every year for fees and gear. That's why they started their own charity, with a pretty cool purpose, to get the kids on the ice who wouldn't be able to play otherwise. You can head on over to LetTheKidsPlayFun.com, where they will have an online store selling apparel and accepting donations. 100% of the proceeds go to the kids. That's right, 100% of it. They don't make a single penny from this. So for more information on the fun, upcoming events like their charity hockey tournament, and so much more, visit LetTheKidsPlayFun.com. That's LetTheKidsPlayFun.com. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Sunday, Sunday, February 18th, Keds here, Hal's back on the IR, pulled a, uh, pulled a muscle, I suppose, uh, we got Cooner back in the office here, um, what's up, buddy? Nothing, man, just chilling, had a good night last night, and my buddy's wife was out of town, so the boys kind of ripped it up. Mm-hmm, that, that's always good, I was actually just talking to my one friend, and I found out what it was, it's an AT&T commercial, have you seen the one where, like, there's this, like, white dude in the kitchen, and he calls this, uh, this like, black dude, he's, they're friends, and he's like, hey, man, like, I get free movie tickets. You want to hang tonight? He's like, yeah, absolutely. And the wife's like, yeah, but I have to go somewhere. He's like, oh, never mind, dog, can't go. And then and then the wife's like, oh yeah, but I may go somebody else. And then he's like, oh, check, scratch that man. I'm back in. She's like, yeah, but maybe I'll be scared. He's like, oh, can't do, can't do it, man. And it just keeps going back and forth. Have you seen that commercial? No. <laughs> oh, dude, it's one of the I think all time commercials. I laugh because it's just so accurate. Like you just do whatever they want you to do, and it's like, yeah, dude, it's great living with a leash crap around my neck. <laughs> All right, and with that, we're going to hop right into NHL news. Let's go. All right, first first thing on, on the uh, agenda here. New York Islanders fans have pulled together money to buy a billboard about a half a mile away from Barclays, and on the billboard they're putting a giant sign that says, Snow Must Go. Um, everybody knows I'm a Rangers fan. Cooner's also a Rangers fan. This is this is the most respect I've ever had for the Islanders franchise ever. I think this is a ballin', aggressive, fuck you moment of of just awesomeness. I'm like I'm actually really really like proud to say that like there are some good Islanders fans out there. What do you have on this? I think flip side people are like be respectful. Um, the only negative maybe that comes from this is John Tavares looks at this and he's like they don't even want the GM here. Like why would I want to be here kind of thing. I can see maybe that could put a poor taste in JT's mouth, but other than that, I love the move. What do you have? I like it, man. I didn't even like know about this until you kind of like said something to me about it. <laughs> I like, I didn't believe it, mm-hmm. but it, it kind of like it doesn't. You don't think of like Islanders fan base doing this. You think it's like Philly or Boston immediately pops into my head. Like that's like yeah. such a Philly or Boston fan base thing to do. But yeah, like I mean, like you said, we're both Rangers fans, so we don't really have any love for the Islanders. But fuck. 
<laughs> what a power move. That's yeah, awesome. seriously, man. And, like, half a mile away from Barkley's, like, I can't... Can you imagine, like, Jordan Eberle and fucking, like... I don't know who else is on the team. Anders Lee and, like, fucking Brock Nelson and the boys walk into the rink and they look up and it's just snow must go. Like, I think... I, th- I don't know. As a hockey player, I would like to think that some of them share the same views with us, so maybe, like, they'd laugh about it. But, like, I would love to know the general consensus around it. And, like, we'll never know what they actually think. But, like, I would love to know, like, if people thought in the locker room are like, that's hilarious, or they're like, why are we doing this? Do you think, like, I, I, I want to know, like, where its location is. Like, is it somewhere, like, they legit drive by every fucking day? Yeah, that's <laughs> like, another thing. I mean, it, it being a half a mile away from Barclays is awesome because it's really not that far. People are going to be going to the Islanders games, 100% are going to pass a sign at some point. Yeah, right, exactly. That's why, it, like, good good on them. That's, that's fucking unreal. Yeah, and one other thing they said... uh if the, if they raised too much money, which I think they ended up doing, they were gonna donate the money. I'm pretty sure to Anders Lee. He has like some sort of tournament that battles like I don't know if it's cancer or something like that. Oh, yeah, he's like a charity awesome. thing. Yeah, but then he came out and said, "Listen, I love Islanders fans, but like I can't accept that." Like makes sense. Gar Snow drafted me, and like yeah, our our one guy was like, "This this is the coolest part of it," and, it's, and it, I guess it is cool. But like that was the I could I would have put my entire life savings all the money I'll ever make in my life and be like, this is what he's going to do. This guy can't come out and be like, oh yeah, I'll take the extra money. Cause if he does that, then it's like, oh, Hey Garth fucking sit on my thumb. Yep. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like it's kind it puts him in such a like tough spot too. Cause it's like, you want to do something for like the kids or whatever. You right. Know, yeah. But at the same time, it's like you literally, your boss is still your boss. You can't just, Exactly. Finger in his face. Dude, I bet I bet he was like, Oh fuck yeah, like we're getting more money then he's like, Ah oh, shit, I can't do that. Yeah, his first initial thought was like, Oh fuck and then he's like, Oh wait, I'm an adult after like <laughs> exactly. think before I do this guy's paying my bills. Alright, fair enough. Uh we're gonna kinda get into a couple pretty brutal hits that happened. Uh I'm not trying to take credit, but I'm pretty sure I found this one video. Yarmir Yager got destroyed in the Czech League the other day. Uh from behind he left the game with a concussion, they brought the stretcher out, Yag said, Fuck that, gets up, leaves, whatever. I think we're probably the main one that really even covered it. I haven't seen this anywhere else yet, so like I'm going to pat myself on the back here. Um, Stick tap. Yeah, and before we actually get into it, I want to go into like the uh, the thoughts behind this. So I originally saw it, and like you can't see Yager's number, and it was all in like Czech language, and it said Yager on it, and I was like, oh shit, I wonder if that's Yager. So I did like a little bit more research, and it was all like Czech shit with Yager, and it's like... I finally figured out why it's so hard, like, if people, like, are reporting on something and they jump the gun real quick because, like, you want it before everybody else did. So, like, I tweeted it out, and then there was, like, this one English account that said it, and I screenshotted it just in case it wasn't Yager, and, like, people started yelling at me. Be like, nah, dude, this is where I got it from. Like, get, yell at this guy. So, covered my tracks, whatever. Pretty pretty brutal fucking hit on this guy by Merrick Sikora. I'm telling you what, Merrick, this is not not the way you wanted to become recognized. If if the hockey gods are actually around, like, you are going to be getting sticks in the face, pucks in the face, like you're it's gonna come around to bite you. You don't you don't bury a legend like that. That was a dirty fucking hit. There was there was no like excuse to it at all. Um Yeah, he just swore in church. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well I mean what do you have? It was brutal. Absolutely brutal. Yeah, and the thing is is like I get it, like it's Yager, he's any other player quotation marks like don't run him you know like yeah no i get that i, I get that like, if there's any other player like, i mean it'd still be a bad hit but the fact that it is yager yeah playing yeah. in your it's bullshit like, check like, league give him a little that like i don't know man the guy is a legend like yeah i, I guess it'd be sick to 
hit Gretzky or something, but like at the same time, it's like that dude's forty five. He's just out here loving hockey still. Don't put him like what career are you trying to yeah like start by bundling Yager like that? How old's the guy that hit him? Like, do you have any ideas? Uh, like, you keep talking. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Okay. Yeah, because like I mean, if he's like a young kid trying to like get somewhere. I, that makes a little more sense. Like he's just trying to make, make a hard play and like he fucked up. But like if this dude's like you know like a ten year vet of that league or some bullshit, it's like dude, you kind of know the same deal he's, that Yager's He's, he's thirty one years old. Yeah, so exactly. It's not like he's a young dude out there like grinding for a contract. Like don't do that shit, man. Yager's a fucking staple of hockey, especially in that country. Like you think you'd have a little more respect for him. I know it's a fast paced game and stuff, but that was a that wasn't a fast-paced play that was like he had time to it was just the wrong target dude this would be like back in the day like if Babe Ruth like lost his swagger and then went down to like single a or junior college and started playing down there and the first pitch that he saw was 110 mile an hour fastball coming out of his face like you just don't do that (laughs) like you don't fuck with the babe you don't fuck with Yager you you don't fuck with Michael Jordan like there are some names out there that you know they've earned it they really have yeah exactly that's it that's exactly what it is and the only thing I'm kind of surprised about this is he like I always thought that, I mean, this guy's way bigger than me. He's like 6'1", 6'2". If I even tried to hit Yarmir Yager, I would pounce right the fuck off of him. There would be nothing. Like, he really fucking followed through. I I think maybe some of it was Yager being like, oh, I'm not going to get hit in this league. And then, because, like, the way he got hit normally in something like that, you see people bounce right off of Yarmir Yager. This guy, I, I don't know if Yager was expecting it, but yeah, not what you, you want. him through the fucking wall. <laughs> Not not a good look. Uh, more I don't think dirty hits. Bundled like that very often. The only other time I think I saw it was Ovi fucking smoked him. I think it was the Olympics. Yep, that happened. And then there was oh, another nice. time Yarko Rutu hit him in the Olympics, and Marty Straka came over and jumped Yarko Rutu. Huge brawl. That was like one of my favorite fights of all time. Nice. Mar- Marty Straka of all people. Straka. <laughs> um, gonna gonna keep it back in the dirty hit game. Miles Wood just got suspended two games for uh, drilling Nemestikov, and then just pounding Schuster. Uh, Schuster left with just blood everywhere. Giant stitches on his face. What'd you have on this hit? I thought this was just another dirty fucking hit. Uh, I really like Miles Wood, though. I like the way he plays. Like, I think he definitely crossed over the line, but up until this, he's kind of been one of those guys that, like, on the on one side or the other. I, I don't know. I, I think he plays a hard-nosed game. I think he's a competitor. He's still young. I think most of the time when you see stuff like this, like, it'll just continue to happen. I'm hoping this kind of gives him, like, okay, like, let's not do that again. Because I, I don't really think he is a scumbag. And you know, I know what? More than likely, he's probably going to do this again. I'm going to be biting my words. But I, I don't know. What do you have on this one? Um, yeah, it's, I think this hit was, like, just in his, like, nature, his style. Like, the hit, he, he's not like a, like, like you said, he, he is like a habitual line stepper. Or, like, he, like, toes the line. But I don't see him in the plays. same category as Matt Cook. No, exactly. I was just going to say, like, he's not a rat. He's not, like, a dirt, like a dirty shitbag. He reminds me of, like, a, obviously, point total-wise, less, but, like, Matt Kachuk, kind of. Yep. Like, I, he reminds like me of, uh, who's the guy from the Capitals? Tom Wilson? He reminds me a little bit of Tom Wilson, but, like, better offensive. Mm-hmm. Offensively, yeah, and I, I think I less like of a scumbag. Yeah. I think he's good. But, like, as soon as that, that game was on, I'm... I saw that it was last night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I was like, I know I saw the hit. I was watching the, the Lightning game. And uh, I was like, that's a suspension yeah. immediately. Like, you, you, he left his feet, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have got an, a boarding penalty and, like, a char- like that's a charge, right, when you leave your feet? Yeah. Too? Yeah. So, I mean, two games, 
if this dude had like any sort of like repeat offender shit, it probably would have been more. But um, I'm almost I'm almost with the thing. Like, why not just give him five? I know he's not a repeat offender, but you give him five the first time he does something stupid like that. Like, maybe the NHL should start doing that instead of being like, oh, well, they don't have a history. Why don't they make sure that they don't have a history? Yeah, I agree. And, like, the, the, all he got was a two-minute boarding problem. I don't understand how these referees don't – maybe I know this is kind of off-topic, but can't they put something into place where, like, somebody important is watching that game? Can't mm-hmm. they phone in and be like, yo, like, that's a fucking five-minute major penalty? Like, I, I know I don't want every phone call, like, oh, that should be – you know, but, like, that's a fu- that's, I get it, that's dude. A big hit. You know what? And I agree with that because if you look at it, I mean, you get some big hits in the NHL, but maybe like one every three games sort of. And I think NCAA yeah. football, I think they do something like that now where if somebody goes at the head, then they kind of review it. I wouldn't be against yeah. that as long as it wasn't like all the fucking time. Yeah, and it, and it wouldn't be. Like, it wouldn't be. Like, real bad head hits like that don't – I mean, I'll tell you right now. It, lo- it seems like we see them more, but it's just because of like social media and like – the 10-second clip on our phone. It gets fucking put out there so rapidly and so easily to just, oh, send a 10-second clip. It shit happens, you mm-hmm. know? But, like, something like that. Like, they should... Because I'm pretty sure... Did the Devils win that game? I, th- I want to say the Devils won last night. I don't even know. I'll look it up. But, like, say, they say you know, that's a five-minute major. They won 4-3. Game change. The Devils did? Yep. Yeah, so... so they, they get a five-minute penalty for that. That's a five-minute power play. Tampa might score a goal or two. Game changes completely. Like, if it was officiated somewhat the way it should have been, in my opinion. So, like, I mean, that 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 could be a rule change. Like you said, that college football thing, I really like that they do that. Yeah, I'm not against that at all. Um, I, I mean, I love big hits, but... Yeah, like, they don't need to be career, like, potential career enders or, like, Savard, man. Like, that poor fucking guy, yeah. like... And actually, I didn't put this on the list, but I just want to talk about it really quick. Um, yeah, did sure. you see the Ryan Hartman hit on uh, Silverberg? Oh, yeah. And then Manson yeah. and uh, Kessler came yep. over, and he, like, ducked yeah. the hit and stuff. Now, here's the thing. People were, like, so mad that people tried fighting him after that. And it's a clean hit. You don't have to fight every time. Like, I kind of get that. But at the same time, this game happened so fast where you don't really know what's clean, what's not clean. And you're going to stick up for your teammates. I actually don't hate the fact that people tried fighting him after that. I don't care if somebody tries fighting you after you have a clean hit. Like, So, I don't... Oh, no, go ahead, man. No, I just... I If you have a clean... If you lay somebody out, like, you know you know that you laid somebody out, and, I mean, either you know it's good or it's bad. But, like, when I played, if I laid somebody out, whether it was good or bad, I was always expecting something to happen. Or if some one of my teammates got hit, whether it was good or bad, I was the first one to come over and be like, yo, you're a pussy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people are, like, mad about it. And it's like, they're just sticking up for their teammates. You can't really get that mad about it. I mean, it was a clean hit, but, like, that's what hockey is. It's emotion. It's passion. It's shit like it's, that. It's tough because you can't you can't just remove the human element from everything. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're out with your buddies and one of your buddies gets, like, punched in the fucking face, you're going to go after that guy. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you're, you know what I mean? I know it's different, sort of, but it's not. Like, it's just a reaction. Mm-hmm. Like, that's your family. Those are your brothers. That's your teammates, like, not to get all mushy and shit, but, like, it's human instinct to protect our own, you know? Like, yeah, dude, even, like, if we're in a bar and, like, we're walking and, like, somebody, like, bumps into, like, a friend of mine yeah. or, like, and it's oh, accidental or whatever, accidental. you're still, you're still, like, right there. Like, you're there on on a yeah. second, like, all right, are we about to do this thing right now, dude? Do you want to fuck Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm a fucking hard ass because, like, I'm not a fighter by any means. Oh, I'm not so, like, either. Just, I just go over there and say, do you want to do something and hope that they say there. no? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. No, 100%. Um, we're going to move on. Cam Talbot had some interesting words about goalie interference. Uh, quote, there's no consistency, and I'm fucking sick of it. It's fucking ridiculous. You can quote me. They can find me. I don't give a fuck anymore. Good for you, Cam Talbot, man. I mean, it seems like the Oilers are getting dicked by these calls, like, week in and week out. Um, I'm about it. He's definitely probably going to get fined if he hasn't already. Uh... I think this is going to be a huge thing that the NHL is going to... They have to look into it, because if they don't, more of this shit's going to happen. What do you have on these comments? I think it's awesome, and it, I mean, obviously it's more drastic than the Zetterberg comments, but, like, if players don't start sticking up and speaking their minds and saying shit, they're the ones that play the game. They're, they have the most important input out of anybody. <laughs> they play the fucking game. So, like, the more and more they speak up, dude, the rules will get changed. Shit will get ironed out. Guys, the NHL doesn't want their own product being, you know, bad-mouthed by their, by their players. By their own guys. That doesn't yeah, look good. That, does, yeah. that's, that looks horrible. That's, like, basically saying NHL fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. That, that, pretty much. Like, so, no, it really I is. I, think it's good. I mean, yeah, like, he's he's a lot more fired up than Zetterberg, and Zetterberg's obviously a fucking vet of, like, life, essentially, so he was able to kind of yeah. use his ways a little less F-bomb-like, but... Yeah, it's good that he did it, dude. I mean, I think I was reading something. I don't know if this is a fact or not, but I'm pretty sure he Talbot said, or someone, whatever, whoever wrote, I was reading an article about it, like, they said that the Oilers haven't gotten, like, a call reversed or, like, a call in their favor in two years. Like, so, like, if they challenge it, it doesn't get re- yeah. or reversed. Or if, like, someone else challenges it, it always get goes the other way. It's like, holy fuck, two years, man? Like, that's kind of a lot. Yeah. And ever since they instituted the, like, before they instituted these rules, I never really heard anybody really ever bitching about it. It was just like, that's how it is. And now that you have this in, and it's like, it's under a bigger microscope where it should be correct, and probably half the time it's not correct, that's when a problem really starts. That's the hard part, man. It's like, just, you're seeing it in sports, a lot of different sports. And I know we touched on it, the one, the one podcast we did a couple podcasts ago about, the NFL and, like, what's a catch, what's not a catch, shit like that. It's just because technology is getting so good that we can we can literally see everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like people want to see everything, so they take the, like, human element out. And, and before it was just like, oh, that's what the ref called? Well, it looked offsides, but we can't do anything about it. Yeah. Now we can put everything under a microscope, and it's, you know, creating a lot more chaos than good. Yeah. Um, and lastly, we're going to talk about the Olympics really quick. Uh, the Russians beat Team USA. Afterwards, Kovalchuk said, after last game, you guys are still showing the highlights of the Oshie scoring goals. Hopefully this changes now. Um, I had the schedule up right now. USA is going to play Slovakia. Slovenia is playing Norway. Finland is playing South Korea. Uh, and Switzerland is playing Germany. And then Czech, Russia, Canada, and Sweden have that bye. And, uh, I mean, have you watched any of these games? USA kind of looks like dog shit. I really wish that they kind of did more college players because it looks like Troy Terry, Jordan Greenway, and Donato are like the only players really fucking doing anything. Um, uh, dude, I think if they would have taken more college kids, they might be, yeah. they might be doing all right. Yeah, and um, I mean, another good yeah, story is Wolski, Wojtek Wolski, has been fucking killing it for Canada, which is good to see. Ex-Ranger, he broke his neck about a year ago, and he's fucking... I loved him, man, when he was a Ranger. Yeah, he's doing well. Um, have you watched any of this? Who do you think the favorite is? What do you, what do you have on all this stuff? Um, I have yet to see Canada play. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've watched, I think, two U.S. games. 
and I saw some highlights from the Russians playing the U.S. <laughs> what a shit show that game was, man. Yeah. Um, the U.S. does not look good. They have like little spurts where it's like, oh shit, like they kind of they got a buzzing. Like what yeah. the fuck? But it, I mean, the what was it? Who's not the game they lost, but they won two one against Slovakia. Yeah. Their defense was just bullying the fuck out of the U.S. Yeah. No, I think and, so too. I think that, and I think Matt Gilroy and Bobby Sanguinetti look like garbage. Yeah. I mean, and, and honestly, correct me if I'm wrong, I haven't really paid attention, but, like, Brian Gianta, was he just, like, a cheers, like, here's to you, like, enjoy the Olympics ad? I kind of think so. I kind of think that's what it was. They'll never say that, but, like, dude, he, he didn't even play this year. He, like, retired. He, he's only played one game yeah. for the Rochester Americans this year. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's the Olympics. I don't give a fuck if we didn't send our NHL guys. Send our next best players. And I, I don't think that happened. No, I don't think so either. This is just classic Team USA fucking doing Team USA things. I'm not really that surprised about it at all. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I, I, I would be surprised honestly if they medal. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd be like a good surprise. Like, the, if the US yeah. medals, I'd be pumped about it. I don't yep. expect them to win any sort of gold, but if they can get to the bronze game, I think that'd be sick. Russia looks pretty good. I mean, I figured. It, I figured as much, but yeah, it's still on the juice though. But <laughs> is what it is. All right, that was NHL in the news. Now we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a break and go into our Patty B voicemail. Patty B, take it away. Hey guys, this is the Pat Valentine Hotline, brought to you by the Morning Skate. Thank you, Pat. And I mean, Patty sent a voicemail in. If you guys want to send in voicemails, it's 518-309-2595. That's 518-309-2595. Here we go. Hey, I'm going to see it's Patty B. All right, I got a good question for you. All right, so in that NHL, they do the handshake line after every series, the playoffs. But for the Olympics, they only do it after every single game. Do you think that the NHL should probably adjust it and make it after every game to show more sportsmanship or just leave it the way it is, even though that they're one of the least popular major sports in the United States? All right, I'll hang on that. Later, guys. So I think what he's saying is in the Olympics they shake hands after every game in the NHL, should they do that? Um, I mean, I don't think so. I kind of like how they only do it in uh, – in the playoffs, it's one of the biggest hard-o things hockey guys can say, but it's kind of sick when they shake hands in the playoffs after, like, going to war. Like, I think that's dope. I think they do that every game during the regular season. It kind of takes away from that a little bit. Um, not only that, like, there's been a bunch of times where there's giant, like, scrums, like, as the games are ending. Like, do you really think the NHL wants to put all those guys on a line together and hopefully that works out? So I, I, I kind of like the way it is. What do you have on it? Um. Yeah, like, you, you can't have... <laughs> you can't have this. Mm. No way in hell. After after the playoffs, like a, a team gets eliminated, like yeah, they're fired the fuck up. And like the worst thing we've really seen happen recently was like Lucic being like, "I'll fucking kill you" or whatever. Which was actually and that's awesome. just he's a, he's a fucking hothead. Yeah. And but I mean, you know, I mean that in a good way about yeah. Luch, But like, you can't, you can't have this after every fucking game, dude. Like, why, like yes, they do it in the NFL, but like. You can't legally fight in the NFL. In the NHL, you can you fucking fight, and five minutes later, you're back out on the ice. Like you, you can't have, like you just can't do that, dude. Hockey is is too high of like a, a temper game, and aggression. Like 
you, you literally in hockey can legitimately try to injure someone and like it's like it's not taboo yeah. right like yeah you know what i mean like oh, yeah. so you dude you can't do that shit and in the playoffs like when the team loses it's like you're, you're supposed to like man the fuck up like these are grown men playing and, and you like look the other guy in the eyes and be like what a fucking war like you know and and the guys that win kind of have like that you know it we were in a fight, you know, we knew it. I mean, we won, but we were in a fucking fight. But, like, what's what's the point of it at, like, 82 times a season? No, I, I, I agree with you. I think, Pat, honestly, this is one of the worst questions you've ever asked. So I think ne- <laughs> I think next week you kind of have to bring a little bit more fire. If anybody's listening to this, bring us some good fucking questions for next week. Pat, we appreciate you calling in, but you may have lost your fastball this week, so we're going to have to get that back. Um, oh we're going to go right into Dom Moore's Heroes and Zeros. Dommy, take it away, bud. Hey fans, this is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. Alright, Dom Morris, Heroes and Zeros. Uh, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, you know, I like to let you have it. Alright, so I'm going to start with my Zero of the Week. My Zero goes to Team USA. We kind of jumped into this a little bit earlier, um, but we didn't jump into this specifically. Team USA lost to Slovenia, and if you don't know what Slovenia is... Total population there is two million. The total population in the United States is three hundred and twenty-three million. So you're telling me that a country with, I mean, what is that? What's three hundred and twenty divided by two? Uh, it's a lot. Like, well, let's call it like one sixty. Yeah, you're telling me that we couldn't find a group of guys that could fucking beat these assholes. Like, get the fuck out of here. That was one of. That, that was probably the most embarrassing loss the USA's ever had, I would think so. I can't really remember another one that would be that bad. Um, what'd you yeah, have on this? This was fucking rough. brutal. Uh, I was watching the game like at like live or whatever you want to call it. Like it was like a seven o'clock in the morning game. I woke up and watched it and I was like laying in bed and so now I don't have a fucking like real life job anymore. I'm going back to school so I like can chill. I was laying in bed watching it on my phone. US looked like they were kind of fucking crushing them for the majority of the game. So I fell back asleep in the third period, woke up, it was 2-2, two to two, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And it was going into overtime. Dude, in overtime, that guy was fucked. Like, how the fuck do you not stand your guy? Mm-hmm. Like, a little bit. Like, yeah. he was so open. It, it wasn't a good look. Savini only has one player on their team that played in the NHL. He played 46 games. Hey, Brian Gianta, fucking Mr. <laughs> Captain, the guy who was played on the Devils for fucking 25 years. Do something, man. Are you kidding me? That's bad. Yeah, I don't- that is bad. It's embarrassing. USA hockey, like, I, I don't even, I don't even fucking know, dude. I, what, who's yours here? I don't want to talk about it anymore. So I'm just getting angry. Well, I know you don't want to talk about USA hockey, but I'll bring it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jocelyn Lamaru, you are my fucking zero of the week. Oh my god, what was that penalty shot you fucking did? Between, like, you looked like you were like, it was like end of practice. Coach like gets off the ice, and boys are just like chilling and making moves, like. You go between your legs, skating two miles an hour. Like, does she think she's fucking so sweet? Is that what it was? Or you know like- what it was, dude? That was every open stick that you've ever gone to when the, <laughs> when the 12-year-olds are out there being like, oh, I learned this new trick, you want to see it? And they go in and they, they don't get the puck off the ice or they don't even get the shot off or it goes wide and all their friends are like, oh my god, that was so sick! <laughs> Except for this girl took it and put it in a penalty shot of the Olympics. So I just rewatched the clip and it looked like the goalie was laughing. And, like, basically saying, like, did she just fucking do that? Like, I, I I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, the goalie had to make a good save on it. She did. Like, she it got her out of position a little bit. But, like, you're down by two goals to Canada. This is 
all you've ever done U.S. women's U.S. hockey is try to beat Canada. Like that's all you have to do is like in your life. That's all you work for, and you go and pull that shit down two goals in the second period. Like I know it's round robin. It still matters. I'm like, I'm actually Canada. a huge anti USA women's hockey guy, and I'll tell you this right now: it's not because it's boys girls it has nothing to do with that. Do you remember back when the women's were going to boycott the Olympics because they weren't getting paid enough money or whatever? And then oh, yeah, they started yeah. contacting a bunch of like lower-level D1, D3 people. I know they contacted one person. I'm not going to give out names, but a current roster player sent that one person a message pretty much just calling them like a bitch, like, I can't believe you're going to do this, all this stuff. Um, so I'm very anti-USA women's hockey just for that reason. Also because they never fucking win. I know, for Christ's sake, just like you're. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, I'm, it's not like the men's team does either. Like, <laughs> but, but I think I think that's more so why we get frustrated with them is because we kind of like that's our glimmer of hope is like the women's team sort of, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, it's always them in Canada, really. Yeah, and it, it's like it always is like oh they're going like they'll they'll meet in the gold medal game. It's never like any other teams talked about in men's hockey. Fuck, it's kind of a toss up. No, Somewhat. yeah, that, I don't know. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, my hero of the week goes to Kevin Ta- Tansy. Uh, after the KC Mavericks Toledo Walleyes game, uh, there was a huge scrap. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was pretty fucking That's legendary. It was just a giant scrum, and afterwards, I mean, the guy on KC gave the guy on Toledo a couple pretty hard cross-checks, giant fight, and then after the game, this is what Kevin had to say. It goes back to farther than last night. You know, uh, the first time we had him at home, uh, there was just, we were up by six goals, and uh, the Gibson goal got reviewed, and then it was called a goal after being called not a goal on the ice, and then right after that, one of their players came up to me and told me, I've been sent out here. Uh, to fight you, do you want to go? And I said, are you kidding me? No way. And then, you know, after that, you see on clip clearly in Kansas City when I did fight him, and I one-punched him, by the way. I'll just throw that in there. Um, he, he lines up as a winger and gives a head nod to the bench after I accepted. So, I mean, clearly there's some kind of action going on there. Uh, and then, you know, obviously in this game, it's a 4 nothing game. Out of reach, five minutes left. Uh, AJ Jenks is going down the wall, harmless rub out, and then you get a sucker punch from behind, followed by the obvious four or five cross checks. Which, in my opinion, if like I said in my tweet, if that happens on the street, that's assault with a weapon. And you know what? I don't think it makes a difference on or off the ice. And then the next whistle happens, and you see one of our rookies getting cross checked in the face three times, and it just didn't stop to the end of the game. The fact that we had to have police officers between. Uh, dressing rooms after a game um, and you know players had warned us before face-offs that guys were sent out to start stuff uh, it's disgusting it's really it's gross it's not good for the game it's repulsive uh, you try to play a game you try to move up in this league you try to make plays and if you're playing against a team like that and you score too many goals on them then they just say okay we're gonna hurt them and there's no place in the game in the league in the world for that kind of stuff I don't know what all right, so essentially that's what he said. Uh, he's my hero of the week because not often you see somebody go out and fucking say something like that. I thought that was kind of cool. Spin zone, you're in the ECHL. Fans go to the ECHL to watch stuff like that happen. So it's kind of got you got to know what what lane that you're in. Um, this wasn't an okay thing to do by the other team, granted, but I don't think that this Kevin Tansney guy should be too shocked that this happened. But 
at the same time, I'm happy that he came out and, you know, he said these things. What did you have on this? Um, yeah, like, so first off, like you said, like, you shouldn't be crazy surprised, but at the same time, like, I, like, that's not, it, the aggravated assault, man, like, you, you, you can't fucking just do that. You'd literally go to jail for that shit. Like, Marty McSorley, like, dude. I, fucking yeah. Tom Bertuzzi. Yeah, like, I know I'm, like, repeating what he said, but, like, it, it's, he's fucking, he hits the nail right on the head, like, okay, the thing that I don't care about is if, like, say you're on the other team and your coach is like, Ked, go scrap Cooner, like, okay, like, if I say no, then we don't go, like, whatever, like, that happens, that's mm-hmm. fine. That, don't, he, I didn't like that he really brought that up, but whatever, like, but the, the kind the scene was kind of just out of hand, like, that, whatever, a line ball's sick, of guys are squaring up and going each other and stuff, and, like, it's just, like, a big mess, but those cross-checks, man, what the fuck is that yeah. guy doing? Like, he was trying to hurt that guy. There's no other way around legitimately, it. Legitimately, like, dude, yes. And, like, you know how you hurt a guy? Is like, if he, if you guys want to fight, that's how you hurt somebody. Yeah. Uh, Give the guy a chance. Yeah, you, yeah. Why are you cross-checking him? You're a fucking monster. Just, if you, you really want to dummy him, fight him, or fight someone. If you want, you know what, and this is fucked up. You should never really want to hurt somebody, but if you end up wanting to hurt somebody, at least give the poor fucking guy a chance to like defend himself. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll tell you what. There's a difference between hurting and injuring. It's okay to hurt somebody, like if you like want to punch someone in the fucking face because mm-hmm. you're angry, right? But you don't want to injure somebody. No, I give you that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. You want to lay a big fucking hit, and you want it to hurt the guy. You want him to be like, "Oh fuck," or you know, punch, like fight a guy. You're fighting because you want to punch him in the fucking face. Yeah. You don't want to fucking lay a dude out and hope that he can't fucking play hockey for four weeks or some bullshit. Yeah. Unless you're Mark Stone. <laughs> it, I don't know. Pretty scummy. I was glad that he came out and said that. Who uh, who do you have for your hero of the week? All right, my hero of the week goes to. Uh, I was watching the Rangers game today, and Tony D decided to. Fight Wayne Simmons, fucking kind of nice, stepping up, kind of fucking. Simmons isn't a fucking soft character at all. He's kind of fucking nails. He's he's probably. I don't know. I'd say he's probably right now the best like skilled fighter, like like point getting fighter. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other guys. He's a complete that are, athlete, that guy, dude. Yeah, exactly, and. Like, I mean, he, he won the fight, Simmons did, but mm-hmm. still, just, like, fighting him. Like, Simmons isn't a small fucking Yeah, having either. the balls to be like, okay, I'll go you. And it wasn't like, oh, I have to do this. It was like, all right, let's fucking yeah. go. And I thought that was sick. The entire first period. Angelo was, like, sticking up for himself. Yeah, Buchnevich got in a fight. I love when he mixes it up. Cody McLeod finally showed some sort of fucking toughness. It looks like he had an extra right. nail in his breakfast this morning. And the Tony and the D fight was, was awesome. Tony D fight was awesome. Yeah, I kind of, dude, I'm liking him more and more. He needs to fucking shape up his defense, but... That'll come, I guess. I mean, whatever. He can move he the puck, man. A guy can move yeah. the puck. He's he's very talented, st- stick handling, first pass, all that shit. He does have to clean up the defensive zone, but he's also such a good he, skater too, man. Like he looks awkward skating a little bit. He kind of like hunches weirdly, but he like wheels, man. Yeah, I mean, there's been so many players in the league, offensive defenseman wise, that like aren't good defenders, and I get that, but. You want him to turn into like a Duncan Keith kind of player where yeah. he's all offense, but at the end of the day, he goes back and he fucking defends. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's the kind of player that you want him to and turn to, into. Like, I mean, this is his first season with us, like playing up really. For you know, like under a, a shitty, shitty fucking year. structure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm willing to bend a little bit on that, but 
anyway, good on him for fucking, like, you know, having some balls, like, stick up for himself. You know, it doesn't really happen. The Rangers kind of seem to not do that lately, so. Yeah. And also, I told Cooner before this started, I'm watching. I'm watching Olympic curling right now. Quick shout-out, new hero of the week goes to the USA curler who's wearing an arm sleeve and a flat-brim hat as he's doing his curls. Yo, that arm sleeve, I was looking at that, and I was dying. I was like, man. This this guy's in the game right now, man. Holy shit. I actually ordered that. Is he wearing a red flat-brim hat? Yes. I ordered that hat as soon as I saw him wearing that hat. I thought that thing was fucking sick as shit. Is that a Nike hat, too? I may have to fucking order that as well. Yeah, they're kind of sweet. Put a morning skate patch on the side of it, say we went to the Olympics, <laughs> call it a day. Uh, all right, so yeah, so those were our heroes and zeros of the week. Last segment coming in, we're going to do a little bit of three stars, play the music. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. Three stars this week. We've been talking a lot of Olympics, so I think what we should do is find three NHL players who would do well in other Olympic events and what event it would be. I'll start off for my third star. I'm going to go the Sedin brothers and pair figure skating. They've always had this very weird aura around them. The fact that they know exactly where to be all the time. I think chemistry between those two are better than anybody in the league. It may be the whole brother thing going on. You don't, you don't really know what's going on there, but I tell you what, you give them both a set of uh, figure skates and they go out there and I bet they tear it down. What do you have on that? Uh, keep it in the family. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, they both kind of, like, have that, like, European-style skating, like, where they, like, they look like they can skate on their edges really good. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're going to break you know it down I mean? for so, real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we're really breaking down, you know, the, C- the Cedines. They got great, great outside edge work. <laughs> They've taken a couple power skating classes in their day. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to really dig into this, they're not too big, so I feel like they could, you know, hold each other up if they had to for a nice little yeah, Dirty I, Dancing Glide through the air. That'd be funny. Can you imagine Dirty Dancing Glide of the Sedin brothers in the middle of the Olympics? I'd lose my shit. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Who's your third star? Um, Mine, so um, I went with... Grabner, Michael Grabner of the New York Rangers. I'd like to see him do a little speed skating action. I, I mean, I know McDa- McDavid won it again this year, right? Or whatever, like the yeah. fastest skater mm-hmm. in the All-Star game. I wonder, like, I wish that sometimes they would do, like, shit with, like, every player from the NHL, right? Because, like, I wonder, like, Grabner's fast as fuck. Like, is he as fast as McDavid? Like, I don't know. Like, I'd like to see him kind of wheel out there and, He's Austrian, so I don't know. It just sounds. Oh, cool. that's a, yeah, that's a good, that's a good pickup. It would be kind of cool to see. We had a couple guys from where I'm from that did speed skating, and they would always talk about how much harder speed skating is than hockey. So I would love to just see Michael Grabner put on a pair of speed skates and literally just dominate everybody, and be like, "Yeah, what were you saying?" Yeah, right. <laughs> what was Marty Saint Louis. Marty Saint Louis' legs are fucking like the size of tree trunks. I feel like he could do a little, little speed skating action. He would wheel. He would wheel for sure. Um, my second star in the skeleton event, I would like to see Mark Stahl. Um, I think you do a great job. It's not because it's the most dangerous Olympic event. It's not because you're going head first and you could crash into a boards or any sort of thing like that. I just think Mark Stahl would look very good on a skeleton. Who's your second yeah, star? I mean, <laughs> um, uh, so my second one, so you, you, uh, basically kind of did my thing here too. Um, I didn't really go with like the who I think would be good with my last two. <laughs> I just did 
who I want to see do shit. Uh, I'd like to see Chara do the luge. Okay. Just to see those long ass six foot nine legs dangle over the fucking end of that little board that they have to ride down. <laughs> they would have to do like a custom board, dude, and then before you know it, it's just a stock car with like the truck yeah. like, going full tilt. <laughs> or they end up just cutting the top off of a fucking bobsled thing or whatever. <laughs> Throw them on that. That's that, so fucking big. I would like to see that. Chara and that or Chara, I think you talked about this before in the jump. I think Chara and the jump would be really funny too. Cause like, yeah, the, the ski jump where they just like glide through the air like a kite. <laughs> yeah, like they're so far up in the air, but Chara would make it only look like he was like three feet above the ground yeah. the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good one. Uh, my first star, and actually I'm really happy that I did this. We were just talking about this hefty guy wearing the flat rim and the sleeve. I would have Phil Kessel curling because that's exactly yeah. what it would look like. A hundred percent. Just like... I've been here before. We don't really have to work out to do this. I'm going to go hit up Stewart's afterwards, get a couple dozen hot dogs and a couple high-impact high energy drinks, and just get, just get after it. So I think Phil Kessel doing some curling would be A-plus stuff. Yeah, they had, like, the little intermission where guys are usually drinking water. Phil's over there, like, hitting the pump on, like, the ketchup. Yeah, the just like... Shows its stats like Phil Kessel, eighty six percent accuracy the tournament, and he's just pumping ketchup on his yeah, eighty six percent accuracy, like forty five percent body fat. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be oh a my plus. God. Who do I, who do you have for your first star? Um, so mine is I. All right, it has to do with uh, like cross country skiing because that looks absolutely fucking miserable. It's freezing out. It looks like it's probably the worst like sport to have to do in the Olympics. It's a rough like, go. Pain wise, like. Uh, I'm going to make Elaine Vigneault do some fucking cross-country skiing because I cannot stand him, and I want to put him through some fucking torture mm -hmm. so he can feel my pain. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's about. That's really all I have to say. About no, I'd be it. down with that. I mean, now that you brought this up, like they always talk about how like there's so much like intercourse going on during the Olympic Village. Like, what what sport of the Winter Olympics do you think that like they're going out to like, you know, wheel and deal and they just look at them and on their badge it says the sport that they play and they're just like, no, I'm all set. Probably cross-country skiing, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you yeah, do cross-country right. skiing? I did that back in fourth grade phys ed class. So. Yeah, I, I used to like fake sick so I didn't have to go to gym to do that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that I'd, I'm not hanging thing. out with you. Yeah. Uh, that was awesome. Um. All right, and that was our three stars. Uh, we're doing a little bit of a shorter podcast this week. Uh, we're trying to try out some new things to see, you know, if people would rather listen to a longer one, shorter one. So also let us know that. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, it's at morning underscore skate. Same with Instagram. Go on Facebook, search morning skate. We're there. We need likes. We need, we need some engagement. If you listen to this, shoot us a tweet or do something. Let us know what we're doing well, what we're not doing well. If you guys have any new ideas for segments, let us know. We do it for ourselves because we love talking hockey, but we also like the fact that people enjoy what we have to say. So anything you guys have, send it our way. Cooner, do you have anything else? Oh, no, I think you you pretty much said it well, man. Like, we, we enjoy, like, talking, you know, over puck and whatnot, but, like, give us some shit to talk about. We can't, you know, be the creative geniuses all the time. You guys got to, you know, be a little helpful. And uh, Yeah, for sure. I fun. mean, it's if fun. you if you listen to us by now, you should know, by, like, we need we probably need a little help. Yeah, yeah. So like, not to you know, knock us down with that. No, but like, yeah, it's fun. Like you, you know, a lot of a lot of podcasts and stuff do that. Where listeners, you know, sending questions and stuff. That that voicemail thing's awesome. I think it needs to be utilized a little more. So, or even just you know, a DM on Twitter or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, slide in the DMs. Hit us up on the the phone, Patty B Hotline. That's five one eight three zero nine two five nine five. 
We had the one guy who was a Buffalo fan call in. We've had a couple new people call in, and we love when that shit happens. It makes us feel like we're doing a pretty good job. So try to help us out. Self-esteem, you know, we want it it peaked so we can really, you know, pump out some content. And that's that. So thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Later, guys. See ya.